Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for tuning into The Scoop. I'm your host, Frank Chaparro, editor-at-large at The Block. Last night, we spoke with Vance Spencer at Framework, and we're continuing the conversation. We're continuing to unpack and discuss the so-called strategic transaction that was announced between FTX and Binance with the latter firm uh, keen to apparently acquire the former. And (laughs) we have two guests today that are going to help us further unpack that with Evgeny Gavoy at Wintermute and Key, our friend who is joining us as well. Before we dive in, I just want to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Get ready for season three of the Tron Grand Hackathon 2022 with a total of $1.2 million in prizes across Web3, DeFi, GameFi, NFTs, and the newly added Academy and Ecosystem tracks. The wait is over. Tron Grand Hackathon presented by TronDAO. To learn more, visit trondao.org. This episode is also brought to you by Ledin. From Bitcoin and USDC savings accounts to Bitcoin-backed loans, Ledin's financial services enable you to benefit from your holdings today without selling your Bitcoin. Learn more about Ledin at ledin.io. Ledin, where your digital assets come to life. All opinions expressed by hosts and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and not necessarily those of the blocks. Podcast guests may have taken positions in the assets or other matters discussed in this podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. For full terms, visit theblock.co slash terms dash service. Gentlemen, let's, let's walk through this. Um, you know, I think the emotions that exists right now, the confusion that exists right now makes the market difficult to navigate. So let's try to navigate it for them, as it were. What's the big takeaway? I mean, we've had at least a night's sleep to digest all of this. Um, Evgeny, walk us through maybe what what's top of mind for you. I guess just what the fallout would be, because it's like there was so much trust being put in Alameda FTX uh, machine that honestly, like anyone could have lent Alameda money, anyone could have had their funds in FTX. Like the yeah, the fallout will be quite spectacular, I think. And basically, try as a trading firm, we are trying to figure out okay, which of our counterparties might might be effective, which of other exchanges can be affected, lenders, like pretty much everyone we deal with. I mean, before we turn on the mics, we were talking about the probability of this deal closing. That's not even clear if Binance will actually ultimately acquire FTX. The other thing that's not clear is what happens to Alameda? And and we have no idea. Have They, they haven't said anything since um, Caroline infamously put that, that price point on FTT that almost kind of baited the market, as it were. But we we don't know anything, uh, at least to my knowledge. Um, and what do you think the fallout could be from that? Like, there's almost two things. There's this deal that might happen, and then there's this firm that was a counterparty to many of the largest crypto firms, whose fate we we don't know. Yeah, it's basically like kind of what I said yesterday as well. It's Alameda failing separately would have been not necessarily a massive event 
but just the fact that they're bringing down FTX with it because well, it looks like FTX was lending money to them. Um, yeah, it just means that the hole can be way, way bigger than anyone can 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 anticipate. And unlike FTX, where like there is a chance if you held money on FTX, you would be made whole. I think Alameda at this stage, Alameda is just toast. Like if you owe money, well, if if Alameda owes you money, you can forget about it. I think. I mean, there will be, I guess, some proceedings and uh, I don't know all kinds of like legal stuff around it, but. Yeah, I think you can forget about it. <laughs> Key, you, uh, we were talking before um, about the questions that are coming through on your end from some of your clients at CryptoQuant. What have been some of the questions, and how are you? How are you attempting to answer answer them? Yeah, um, I we are a data provider, and I've been getting a lot of questions from our clients about um, what happens with Alameda and FTX. And can you set up some kind of alerts on these wallets? And we've uh, digging into their wallets, FTX and Alameda's wallet, and there are many, you know, significant flows between those entities. Um, so we think, I mean, I think Binance CZ is not going to acquire FTX because um, there are many. Uh, legal issues, not not just FTX, but also um, related to uh, Alameda and other what, what Alameda research had been done. Um, so I'm, I'm not saying they're like to did bad things, but uh, if you see on chain, it's it makes us keep questioning. For example, uh, a lot of exchanges, like including Binance, uh, they store their user clients' assets into a couple of wallets. Um, there are some exchanges like Coinbase, um, for a security reason, they, uh, split, uh, hot wallets into multiple wallets. And it, for each transaction, they give a one-time user wallets for each deposit. Uh, I, I understand, um, those, uh, management system, but FTX doesn't have a, uh, one deposit for one, uh, time user wallets, but they, if you see their wallets, um, uh, they don't like have a couple of hard and cold wallets for user assets. But like, um, if you go to CryptoCoin website and then see their FTX, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Stablecoin reserve, the graph is like going like this, like staircase. You know, it's not like organic or um, organically increasing or decreasing. So I, I think. Um, we will uh, announce the report about this, but I, I think there are many um, untransparent or like uh, some kind of um, shady deals um, between FTX and Alameda. Um, so once CZ uh, found out there are many legal issues here, he's not going to acquire FTX, I guess. You make a great point, and I think I think that's spot on. Like. This was announced maybe to buy the market some time, but once they do the due diligence, I think Binance is going to come to the conclusion that you're alluding to, which is there's a lot of issues between these these two firms, a lot of things that um, are unsavory. But but I want to I want to go to Evgeny for a second because like let's be let's be fairly honest. I think 
you know, you and I are on the same page. We've been, and we've maybe even had these conversations between us where we've thought about the potential issues of, of a trading firm sort of operating under an exchange, which is effectively the situation. And I've asked Sam um, and other, other folks at the firm about these potential conflicts of interest, and they've always been brushed aside. Um, but clearly, clearly there was an issue. Clearly, uh, there were conflicts of interest. Uh, is that apparent now in your view? I think it was clear that there, there are conflicts of interest. I guess, I guess, like what everyone has assumed was, okay, there was just two firms operating together. Like they probably shared some resources, like I don't know, HR, finance, what's not. But I guess everyone assumed that they were not necessarily doing anything blatantly wrong. Like I had an assumption that maybe Alameda borrows some of the some of the tokens and FTX and trades with them, but like it would be fully collateralized or over collateralized. Because yeah, I guess my operating assumption would be just like why why would you risk a really good business that is FTX on yeah, commingling it with generally risky business, which is Alameda. Because yeah, if you look at trading firms in general, yeah, they're not very interesting businesses necessarily from uh, from investment perspective. Like they all trade at like three to five multiple. Like they are, it's like it's not it's not a very sexy investment. While exchange, like anything retail facing, anything consumer facing, it's like they they can obtain high multiples. They they have a pretty good business model. Yeah, you just sit and collect fees pretty much. So why jeopardize that? But it turned out, yeah, there was this massive moral hazard. There was a way more connection points than it should have been yeah, morally possible, I would even say. And yeah, it, it ended with uh, a yeah, spectacular, spectacular blow. Spectacular it was indeed. Um, so how do we how do we navigate the next few months in the wake of this blow up? Yeah, I think that first we need to see who is alive, I guess. <laughs> that that's that's uh, that's the first goal. Like I think the next next couple of weeks we'll see like who got hurt the most and who potentially was hurt like in a lethal way. Um we will see some responses from regulators, I bet, uh, as well, especially in the US. Um and we'll take it from there. And obviously like get yeah, it really depends whether this Binance deal will false will will materialize, or maybe some other deal will materialize. Because if FTX goes down and like nobody covers the user funds, it's going to be way worse, way way worse. Get ready for season three of the Tron Grand Hackathon 2022. There are a total of $1.2 million in prizes up for grabs in Web3, DeFi, GameFi, NFTs, and the newly added Academy and Ecosystem tracks. So what are you waiting for? Join Tron for an opportunity to showcase your work, win funding for your project, and network with other builders in the community. Tron Grand Hackathon, presented by TronDAO. To learn more, visit trondao.org. I also want to give a shout out to Ledin. 
Ledin, Bitcoin back loans and savings by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. As we've seen, not all digital asset lenders are created equal. Ledin prioritizes safeguarding clients' assets with its robust risk management approach. That is why Ledin doesn't actively trade or invest in DeFi yield generation strategies with its clients' assets and only supports Bitcoin and USDC two of the highest quality and most liquid assets in the industry. Ledin is also dedicated to transparency, which is why they are the first digital asset lending company to complete a proof of reserves attestation. Learn more about Ledin at ledin.io. Ledin, where your digital assets come to life. Key, what's your projection? How way, way worse can it be? I feel like this is peak way, way worse. I know, right? I, I'm an on-chain analyst, and that's my area. And I've been screaming, "We're at, we're at the bottom, right?" And it's like <laughs> there's more bottom here. So this is un, it's unexpected, indeed. And um, you know, uh, Alameda and Sam, FTX, uh, these guys have been heavily involved in a lot of. DeFi space, NFT space, you know, DAO space. So I guess um, when it comes to like uh, altcoins, uh, Web3 space, there will be more damage. And Ethereum and Bitcoin as well, like it's not a small amount of money, I mean, that they're, they, they've been holding. So yeah, I think it's time to keep low and don't like aggressively invest in something. Um, until these Alameda and FTX issues are cleared. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> for Luna, LFG, including other uh, sellers funds, um, including LF LFG and other funds, 88K Bitcoin just flowing into exchanges at uh, when the crisis happened. And the Bitcoin price uh, went down from 30K to 20K. And what well, Alameda and FTX, um, if, you, if you see their funds, um, I think it, it will be at least like half of their funds. Um, it's not it's not a small, small funds. So I think well, a lot of technical analysts are saying like 15K, um, 40K. Uh, this could have, could, like possible could be possible, uh, like a really, uh, in a really short time. Um, yeah, the theory that we're on-chain analysts are saying we're at the bottom was, you know, a lot of people are underwater, including uh, institutions. Uh, so, so we assume like there's no, there's gonna be no seller. But in this black swan situation, um, if they they are forced to seller. They even if they uh, didn't in intend it, right? So it's it's our time, obviously. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Binance is leaning strongly towards scrapping the FTX rescue takeover after a first glance at the books, according to a source from CoinDesk. This just broke. Um, what does that mean if this deal doesn't go through? Um, uh, and 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 Bitcoin's dropping precipitously on the news. Um, what happens next? I mean, even if we think about the market structure of crypto, 
it's it's been completely un, unraveled in a way. How do we how do we um, how much worse when we talk about way way worse is the situation if FTX doesn't have a a white knight? And that can go to both of you guys. I think you're talking. Yeah, I think we are talking about much stronger regulatory response to this. But yeah, I think regulatory response will be much stronger and the market will be much, much stronger as well. Key, any thoughts? On-chain-wise, uh, there are certain support, support levels. Uh, you know, we assume like certain entities entry price uh, through on-chain. So miners, uh, in general, they're... Uh, average entry price is around 14k. I mean, for 14k, and the people, early investor, like who joined the last uh, last bear market, was around nine to 10k. So I believe the price is not gonna go below like 10k, but like you know, um, 14k possible, 10k if. FTX, Sam, Alameda, whole fund, and everyone just gone. And then we, we will see 10K. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's like a cascade domino situation, you know, where, where someone falls down and then other eyes can fall down. And it's, it's like a butterfly effect. So yeah, we need to see uh, what's going to happen within a few days. But it, this this is not a small thing, so yeah, it's not a small thing indeed. So, Evgeny, what 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 do you think will um, ultimately happen? Um, you said regulators are going to be not too happy about the situation. What about like the you know all the adoption we're, we're seeing on the Web three front? Does that slow down? Does that like you know, is is Tiffany's gonna step out of the market and Gucci and all these firms that had these Web three plans? I think a lot of a lot of experimentation with corporates will probably be halted. That's pretty natural. Like I bet a lot of them actually could be burned by FTX itself as well. But ultimately, like I'd say, I would say like mid to long run, as long as the whole industry survives this. Like it's it's kind of for the best, I guess, because it's like only people who will be left in the space by the end of the year, I bet, are the people who actually feel passionately about the space and want to well build and move it forward. So uh, internally, what does it look like right now? I mean, I remember during the pandemic, um, I think this was before we met. Evgeny, I think we met like in in the pandemic, if I recall. But I had folks from like B two C two come on the show and and walk me through the war room. What does it look like right now in Wintermute? I mean, it's I'm 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 surprised you even have time to to talk with us when when um, I guess you have people that you trust. But what does it look like in inside? It's actually pretty calm. I would say everyone just doing their stuff. It's like, look, we are affected by FTX, but we are not that affected. To be, I don't know, seriously concerned about our business, it's more like, yeah, just just working on all kinds of scenarios, working on like who is potentially insolvent, who is potentially damaged. 
cutting down on exchanges we trade on, for example, that's like I honestly can tell you, like that's what's currently currently going on on the trading side. Um, and yeah, looking for opportunities as well. But ultimately, pretty calm and focused. I guess uh, that's 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 the vibe. Got it. All right, guys. So I guess cl- kind of closing things out. Like, what's the big? What's the silver lining maybe in all of this over the next six months? Well, we get get got to be like we were talking about so early, but now we were gonna be be even earlier, I guess. So it's gonna be a very nice price entry point for a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, CZ, if CZ, um, you know, buys FTX and say, oh, we're gonna uh, solve this all this FTX and Alameda problem. And Alameda and FTX, and they, I don't know what they've been doing exactly, but uh, if there's not nothing like legally issue, that would be uh, great. But yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's definitely hard. Because, yeah, uh, institution was about my uh, last hope last year. I mean, this year. But institution seems like still very conservative. Um, even if like a large large institutions like BlackRock uh, just came in, um, they're preparing like East Trust and other things. But you know, still it will take some time. Um, you know, if you if you listen what what they've been saying, yeah. So. I think it's on CZ's hand, you know. He's he's a main character here. Whether we want him to be or not. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time. And uh, hopefully we'll get to talk again soon. Thank you so much. Stay safe, Frank. <laughs> the Scoop will be back for you with another great guest. Have an awesome day. <laughs>